I look like I'm in heaven. Yeah, you do look like. Are you in? Are you in heaven or are you in a hostel in Victoria? Trick question. Same place. Oh, I may have found a place for the next couple months. Is that uh, dead guy's house? No, the dead guy's family decided they didn't want a, a, a anyone living in the dead guy's house. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, especially with you, because I feel like you would be you would do some desecrating. I'd be very curious. I'd want to know about the dead man's life. Yeah. Uh, Chris, a... a couple of good questions. Someone's been rifling through uh, the various safety deposit boxes left by this man who uh, couldn't survive gallbladder surgery. I, uh, taken down by the gallbladder would be a real piece of shit move. Well, you're on a smoothie as well. I got a banana and protein powder guy going right here. Ooh. Oh, shit. We effed. Oh, damn. So early? So quickly? So soon. I mean, goddamn. God, God, oh. goddamn. Well... I Hot goddamn. Let's take this moment to thank YouTube's everyone. still going strong. Tet, we love you. You're watching on both, Tet. What a gem. Go on, Tet. Uh, Tet. I just want to say this to the podcast listeners. Our metrics are slowly going up. Thank you so much for listening, podcast listeners. We love you. Um, we will now continue to ignore you and head back on over to the main chat feed. Also, if you'd like to join us live, we are live Sunday through Thursday on uh, twitch.tv backslash untitled Twitch stream. Um, you can pop in there. We don't announce it much because it would be weird to plug the thing that 30... To 40 people now watch on a daily basis, which bothers me that that many people don't have jobs. It's kind of wild. I mean, I think a lot of our a lot of our viewers are in at you know 10 yeah, p.m. They're in the, so they're, yeah, they're in the UK. Yeah, they're hanging out, which is odd. I don't I, I mean, I guess because people are at work, we don't get that many uh North American viewers. I guess that makes sense, but it's it's still a little surprising. It is. Well, it's one of those things where it's also our careers still are very UK. Like Mm. I how, was I a comedian longer in the UK or was I a comedian longer in Canada? Let's do this math. 2006 to 2012, six years. 2012 to the very beginning of 2018. So I'm going to call that five and a half years. Um, goddamn. So like I technically was a comedian longer in Canada, but three of those years I was a no, unknown open micer in Montreal. So london i think eventually it'll be america i don't see myself leaving america anytime soon uh how's the chat are people back yet no not yet i'm gonna remove twitch and then i'm gonna re-add it they're what did they all just boot over to youtube rp productions what's going on r.i.p twitch um <laughs> uh uh at least they're um they're saying uh, how they all hate you guys <laughs> yeah Really, Twitch is broken. You're fine on YouTube. Hey, Thomas, thanks so much for watching, and thanks for commenting. It's good. To, it's good to know you're out there. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, Welcome. Well, we just oh, we yeah, just restarted the the thing on Twitch, so hopefully that'll work out. This is wild because it's literally like it went from the the viewer count I'm looking at. It went from six to twenty to thirty five to nineteen to six. There we're back. We're back, baby. Welcome back, everybody. So yeah, sorry baby. for the quick delay. Um, Yes, many apologies. Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate that you understand 
Um, and also thank you for taking us through a litany of tech problems. And by the way, strap in for more tech problems because we're changing platforms because StreamYard, which I had pretty much nothing to complain about, they fixed something in that way that people with tech companies fix things where they're like, hey, you know that font? You got two options. What's the result of doing that? Oh, nothing else works for six months. Well, why would you do that? I don't know. Like, I'm reminded of this time last year, I updated my Mac. And by updating my Mac, uh, then nothing worked for streaming. Like, I then had to just stop gaming whatsoever and move over to IRL streams because I couldn't game. It was insane. Thank you for is this talking. Evan? Is this Evan Demeray? It is oh, Evan Demeray. Evan Demeray, how you doing, buddy? Evan is back in Canada, I think. Yes, he I saw, is. I saw a very sweet video of him surprising his sister over Christmas. It was very nice. I mean, I have to tell so you, so many hugs. I, uh, if I was a member of his family, I would have beaten him up. I would have been like, "No, don't surprise me after two <laughs> years from Australia." I think that that's my uh, my family all loves, but big swaths of my family all love surprises. But here's what they never they don't consider that it's an, okay. You just surprised me, but now you're just here for like I had no idea. That you were like it's different because Evan was going to his hometown, but I've been surprised where people come to where I am. And okay. that's always kind of like that's it's fun now, but like I wish you told me so I could have cleared my schedule. Do you know what I mean? Like now it's yeah. I can't really see you. Yeah, surprising retired parents is perfect because they got nothing going on. That's what you want to do. You want to surprise or doing what Evan did, which was surprising in his hometown. Yeah, do you know at what I'm Christmas. Saying? So everyone's at gonna Christmas. be there anyway. So it's perfect. And timing. it's a definite like break you yeah. know what i'm saying but i love i love the idea of surprising you the hardest working man in show business because it'll be like hey john we're here it's like okay well i'm going to austria for the next four days so i had to have a serious conversation Thank with you. my uncle because he would surprise <laughs> me in edinburgh and i was like you have to warn me because like he did it because he was like you work too much in edinburgh and i'm like well i'm trying to make time to see you i didn't mm -hmm. know you were gonna be here and it's that sort of thing where it's like I would have had I would have scheduled this differently if I knew you were here because then I would have wouldn't have I I'm giving the rest time I build in to mm. hang out with you. That's yeah. the sort of thing. So it's yeah. not rest. It's uh, it's more interaction. Yeah, it's more interaction. That was yes, that was a excellent conversation. I also had to uh, have a long conversation because I was in the midst of firing someone that I used to work with, and my uh, uncle very kindly was trying to include that person in a variety of familial things. And I finally had to go, you're fucking up my business here, bud. And he was like, I had no idea. And I was like, I know it's a professional relationship and you're acting as a personal relationship, which is totally fine. But I got to make an overcorrect. It was a really good conversation afterwards. But in the moment, I was just like, it's one of those conversations that you'll all have with older members of your family or in your life where you're like, you know how you're an adult? I am an adult, too. And I must now go be an adult. And you have to not make me not yeah. be an adult. And it's I know one people of those call nice this me following my dream, but there's a lot of work involved in that. There's, yeah, there's a, <laughs> a, there's a lot of it, time and it's and also and so much more annoying yeah. work put into it. Yeah, like like the number of times that I've been invited to things and people go, oh, what do you mean you can't come? Everyone's going to be there. It's like, yeah, that's because you all work nine to five and I work Friday, Saturday nights. So I can't be there. I got, I had a, almost a near falling out with a bunch of friends in 2010 when I said I'm not coming to your weddings anymore because I nearly... I nearly had to move back in with my parents after the summer of 2010 because everyone got married hmm. and invited me, insisted I come and host their wedding. Of course. And at the yeah. end of it, I, I went into debt as a result of that. And then Jesus. I was like, I, I'm not coming to anyone's wedding ever again. Like, you can't do this. Oh, no, two Gio people coming in. 
Hey, that's when uh, I got married. Geo mm. was part of it. Geo <laughs> King Geo was definitely a part of it. And uh, his was not the most egregious. There was another one where, like, I was like, I can I not host your wedding, please? Can I not? Because I then don't get to enjoy it. And they mm. said, no, you have to. And I said, okay, fine. And then I just got... Yeah, like, you got to do it. You got to do it. Nope, but... you don't. I've said I... no. Yeah, I've said I... no. No, and I, or this is what you also do. I go, okay, fine. It's five thousand dollars. <laughs> can't. What if? What if? Can you go? What if I just give the best speech? No. How about I'm not that? Gi- How about also, I just give the also, best speech? I'm fine. Also, I, love I would. Speeches I would rather not give a speech. I love like it's. I do, here's because so here is what the, here's what happens every time. Oh, a comedian's giving a speech. This yeah. will be really funny. And I had is. an. I, I had an old drunk. I had an old drunk woman uh, heckle me at a wedding. <laughs> And then come up and go, that wasn't very funny. And I just went, I'm out of here. I mean, I don't like, I have a big problem with a variety of weddings. At my aunt's wedding, and this was not her fault, a friend of the the mother of the woman who was babysitting my aunt's daughter at the wedding mm-hmm. started making a bunch of demands on myself. And it was the closest I've ever come to calling a woman a cunt in the wild. Like, not on stage, but literally like, madam... You are this? Get the fuck away from... They literally, in the middle... Of, she... That woman ruined the wedding by there was an order in which everyone was supposed to go out, and she just walked out and went, you're doing this wrong! Everyone out now! Wow. Yeah. Like, she, and sounds like way, she sounds like a dream. What a cool lady. The worst person What a in the fun... World. What yeah. a fun presence. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like when people stop everything because it's not exactly the way they wanted it to be. I think she that's walked, great. Especially walked, if everyone's having a good time. Uh, Walk, walked up to me and said, why aren't you doing the speeches? And I said, "Who?" I find that's when I went, I remember this, I went, who are you? And she went, I'm on the groom's side. And I went, I don't know when the speeches start. She's like, you should, oh, I was so angry. Oh my God. Oh, I'm literally getting angry right now thinking of this woman. And it wasn't until I like spoke to my aunt and her husband afterwards. And I went, who is that woman? And they were like, this person. I'm like, do you know what she was doing during your wedding? And they were like, no. And I was like, this, 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 this. And they were like, what and like we're talking like <laughs> mothers being called yeah it was christmas eve eve they're literally holding their like brand new days old grand like child call it being like get me this c's number so we can call her and be like thanks for fucking up our day <laughs> oh my god oh that if i could remember something. that woman's full name i would say her full name i would i would dox that woman i attention redhead with glasses in mid-50s who lives in ottawa Madam, I challenge you to a fist fight. Ooh, that's rough. Ooh, that's rough. And I give her the first five shots free. Kick me in the dick, all that sort of stuff. Because much like during my my rant about a certain comedian, you may choose fist, I choose car. (laughs) UTS, where violence is sometimes the answer. It is sometimes the answer. Chris, when is Mm -hmm. violence the answer? Sometimes. That's right. Yeah, not always. Not always, but occasionally. Hell just yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Why Ooh. wouldn't you just? I'm loving yeah, your vibe it. today, bud. Stab you a got bitch. the you got the uh, the paperboy hat on, sleeveless Motorhead T-shirt, Mike Tyson fighting cops. I mean, because I, I wanted a different back. The star background. The problem is it really reveals the uh, the the light differential I got going in the kitchen. So I went mm-hmm. back to this one because I liked it the best. I also added this one. I can show you. Which I like as well. Are we all ready for this? I missed my green screen. I've got the I've got the actual like screen bit, but I don't have the stand because it was a little too big to pack. So I need to get a I need to get a fresh one. 
But uh, oh, Kimmers be coming in. Have to say, Pat is very nice on you, John. Thank you, Kimmers. Nice. Um, I like that background. That's very warming. The chicken tenders. Yeah, it's just like calming. It. You know, nice straight fries. I like that. You see, you got some. I mean, they're the wrong fries, though. I do think the only thing the English ever gave us that was good were those chunky chips. Yeah, they're okay. I'll take straight. Disagree. I'll take, I'll I take disagree. String string chips all day. I disagree entirely. I see why you would like that. I just fundamentally disagree. Yeah, I could. It's one of those things where taste. I go. Exactly. It's also, I I like French fries. I don't I don't just count them as a um, as a like a as a side dish. Like you can have chips. I've been vegetarian enough times in my life where that mm -hmm. just if you if you've not been, if you become vegetarian or vegan and you live anywhere but a big giant lefty liberal city. Get ready to really know a lot about French fries because that's what's for mm -hmm. dinner sometimes. Yeah, baby. It's French fries and cheese pizza. Good luck. Good luck out yeah. there. It's fucking rough. I remember when I was a vegetarian in 2011 in the UK and I asked a guy, uh, I, I remember saying like, oh, hey, two slices of cheese pizza. And I just went, as a joke, I was like, cheese pizza here's vegetarian. He's like, no. And I was like, what? He's like, sauce is full of meat. Like full. And I was like, what? that's so funny and that's, i was like that's so you're on purpose <laughs> fucking with you and i was it's the uh it's the restaurant the restaurant in leicester square that is expensive for the type of restaurant it is but for so cheap for that area that is has the patio right on leicester square is that the big one on the corner it is so it's okay on one yeah. corner you got the casino right across yeah. like right there that place yeah. Mo if you've ever seen a show of mine in Edinburgh written on an outside table there while hard smoking cigarettes. King Geo, you absolute delight. Thank you so much for the tip, buddy. We love you. We love you. Why is it 688? Yeah, that feels pointed, but I like it. Mm -hmm. um, is it something to do with your wedding, King Geo? I think I, I think I, I think I told you this before, but the um uh, when I went out to Croatia with my my girlfriend at the time, um oh yeah, it might be exchange like rates. Code. Yeah, because it's American like code. Um, we went out because our uh, friends, our bosses, uh, yeah, currency, yeah, figured. Geo, we love you, buddy. Thank you. Um, uh, our bosses bought a place out there, but they hadn't turned it into the hotel that they eventually turned it into. And they were like, just stay there. It's fine. There's like some furnishings. And we had a great time. It was sort of a, a hollowed out husk of a building, but Croatia is beautiful. And uh, she was vegetarian. And I wasn't. So all she had the whole time were the worst salads in the world. Oh yeah, and cheese pizza. Meanwhile, I ate the best steak I've ever had in my life every you day, but all day. But here's the thing, and I, I, by the way, am, I, and I fundamentally believe this. I vegans are right. Oh yeah, I'm. You've done well on on this argument. There is no disagreement. Mm. I, I am wrong. Vegans yeah. are right. They are doing the ethically superior thing. Completely. Um. That said, do I want this one? Do I want this one? No, this one. Um, but me. that said, there's some places where, guess what? News hasn't fucking hit there yet. Yeah. Don't just do the gra grandma rule, which is, and also yeah. like I, yeah. I, I like I like just be like, it's your grandma, so just eat it. And also, your you're gonna house. miss out. It's one of those like, if you go to Eastern Europe and you don't eat something that's boiled that somehow still has flavor, well, then you're not appreciating the country. You're like. The thing mm. with Eastern European food is it's so good, but all you want to do is like, how did you do this? Because I know how you made this, and I know where it came from, and in no way were any of those ways healthy or to encourage taste. Mm. Yeah, no, it was about getting as much as you can out of it. 
and then you use the water to become a broth for something else. It's uh yeah, it's it, just it, very smart. That's what that's what boiling like, a lot of food is. They have, I was they have I, uh, I I go down uh, I go down um uh uh sort of like not quite like survivalist stuff, but just like how to make a fire in the woods kind of videos on YouTube, shit like that. And yes. um, one of them was I live um, in this future too, Chris. I know why you're doing it. <laughs> don't um uh, if you ever get meat. Uh, if you're out, like if you're in the woods and 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 you're stuck there for whatever reason, by choice or not, um, don't cook your meat uh, over an open fire, uh, like they always do in shows where it's like on a stick and they're sort of doing it and they tear parts of the rat off. Um, because part of it is uh, uh, what you want to do is boil it if you can, uh, because that melts down all the marrow and stuff like that and all the um, the uh, cartilage. And that adds, which is stuff that your body wouldn't normally be able to break down. And then also, you can then use the water later on as a source of more uh, nutrients. Okay. Uh, so you get a lot more, as opposed to like burning the fuck out of the meat, because how often do you cook over an open fire? Uh, and yeah, losing out on a bunch of stuff. So you boil everything. If you're ever stuck in the woods, boil everything. Yeah, basically just keep a fire going at all. Like, how do you survive in the woods? Get fire, keep fire going, mm. wait. Fight urge to drink own piss. Disagree. Immediately drink Fight own it. piss as fun treat. Fight the urge. Just because yeah. there's no witnesses doesn't make it good for you. Well, listen, sometimes you have to celebrate the fact that you almost sucked your own dick, and what better way to celebrate than pissing in your own face? <laughs> I mean, what a show for Ashley to miss. <laughs> also, excellent point by Yes Meatballs. Boiling also kills many of the parasites in wild meat. So, yeah. It's all good stuff. It's crazy. If- Sometimes uh, piss tastes great. I saw the community episode with uh, Betty White. I know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Uh, Betty White was a teacher (coughs) in two episodes of uh, community. And in one, she was drinking her own piss. Uh, She said, okay, more of my own urine for me. Uh, Here's what I have to say about community. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love hearing about the episodes from friends. Mm -hmm. When I watch it, I go, what a show show devoid of anything or anyone likable. And an effort's been put into that by the uh, writers, because mm. with the uh, uh, removing Joel McHale, everyone else involved in that show is endearing as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, also, do you guys remember when Glow came out and Alice? Because uh, Alison Brie is in Glow, everyone yes, recalls. Yes, she is. Yes, she that is. was the Alison Brie was the that she was the last woman where dudes in my circles anyway quickly alerted everyone that you see your norks episode one like that was i didn't like it's the it had been 10 years before we haven't had it since but i remember that like day one of glow more than one person you should watch glow it's about wrestling you like wrestling also you see allison fucking what's her face's titty boo-boos and you're like titty boos you say i I was shocked i was shocked when i saw those titties i was very much like allison brie my goodness uh my favorite thing a friend of mine um got flirted with by Alison Brie, was not into her, and then someone pointed out that that, that was Alison Brie. He tried to go back in, failed. <laughs> yeah, she's cool. I like, I, um, I really liked Glow, and I've been, like, you know, I've been watching, um, I've been re-watching Mad Men, and she's in that. She's Pete Campbell's wife, which I'd completely forgotten, and she does a great job in that, too. Oh, she's a real I, psycho in that show. Fuck, pay, real fuck Pete, too. Yeah. Oh! Just a couple of lunatics. One of the many characters on that show where I was just like, 
It was, th- let me, ex- ladies and gentlemen, allow me to uh, do my impression of the arc of my man. Season one, a thousand interesting possibilities. Season two, somehow we've narrowed those categories unnecessarily. Season three, yawn city. Continue. <laughs> like, it's just, you're like, what? Yeah, I'm into, how, I, think, I, think, I think I'm into season four. Oh, fuck And yourself, it's go. so boring. It's uh, it's suddenly so boring. Like, for the first time, because I've just had it on in the background, like, I'm watching yeah. it, I'm doing other stuff. Let's but the, um, slow it down, baby. But, my God, it's the first time that, like, uh, one of the characters said something, and I just went, nope. And just hit pause, and went on to watch something else, and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like one of the awful things that they say because you take that for granted with the show. It was the it was just so weird and pointless that I was like, hate this, absolute, absolutely I mean, bad. The only way that they could, I feel like, by the way, spoiler alert, double spoiler alert. I feel like Ooh. in the TV show Loki, they made him DB Cooper. Just as a kind of like, this is what we wanted from Mad Men. It felt like that one scene was like. <laughs> So what we're looking for, guys. Why? Why? Like, he invents the Coke advert. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, he does a lot. He does a lot of them. I mean, whoever invented the ads in that are pretty good at advertising. But again, there's some. Here's real good what I'll ones. say about that. Just like, welcome to Mad Men. It's a propaganda show that says, you know who is, you know who are really cool, white men. In the 60s. no, they're all losers. They're all are losers. They? Every are single they? one of them is a fucking loser. Well, then you're so the pathetic. only one that took that away because I know so many people that are like, "Man, what an aspirational show!" And I was like, "Is it?" Uh, what's happening in the chat? I have a oh weird. Thing. I don't know. I don't know what to do about Ranger Ranger. That's a weird one. Um. It's man, man, it's just such a fucking weird. It, all the guys are like sad and whiny and alcoholics and shitty at their jobs. Whereas, like, like all the strength is all the women's and stuff like that. I think we talked about that before, but it's a it's um, anyone that walks away with it with Don Draper as a hero, it's Scarface. You misunderstood. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Scarface is the greatest example of that because it's like. What what part of that were you like? That's a guy to be, and it's like the guy who just dies. What are you fucking yeah. talking about? The guy who openly laments that he got nothing that he really wanted, and now his life is a nightmare in a breakdown in a restaurant. That guy, you want that guy to be your hero? <laughs> Say good night to the bad guy. I um, yeah, but it's also the thing with hip hop culture. Is hip hop culture is so the is the greatest example of like this will look cool and this rhymes with a bunch of stuff. Make it happen. Like, do you know what I mean? Like Scarface <laughs> is just like it's like. There's a couple. Of, there's a bunch of cool lines we can sample in our songs. So, fuck it, we're doing it. Yeah, there's a bunch of great lines, but like all the dudes out there just wearing like Scarface T-shirts and like the number of guys that I met when I was sort of university age. They were like, "Oh, my favorite movie is Scarface." Oh, I'm yeah, like, "Well, you you're yeah, wrong. That, Car- yeah, I'd rather watch Carlito's Way." Like at least that you is. are in, you're incorrect on that. Carlito's Way is also not that great. It's just neither of those movies are that good. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't pick The Godfather. Like, I'd rather watch Carlito's Way than Scarface. I mean, I'd rather watch The Untouchables. I've never watched all of The Untouchables. I always get half an hour and I turn it off. I get, it's so boring. It's really so good. Boring. It's really good. It, it is not historical. It's like, it's shockingly historically inaccurate. Like, just like, like, uh, no, that's like, Elliot Ness did literally none of that. And also a bunch of it's like... <laughs> You couldn't have even done that. Like, but it's just there's a couple of really good movies, and Sean Connery is just so fucking watchable in that movie. It's like the first, okay. it's the only time where you're like, 
Yeah, I guess he, Sean Connery deserved an Academy Award for that role for no other reason for a second. Like, there's one second in that movie where I forget Sean Connery is definitely a piece of shit. Like, there's yeah. one second. Um, basically, it's one of the many times he's saying, it's the Chicago we. Um, <laughs> isn't that, isn't he basically play the same character in Rising Sun with Wesley Snipes? He certainly does. Also, can we talk about the book Rising Sun, which I read far too young, which has a vivid description of period sex? I read that too. That is a real, unfortunately formative book. The, the that was a that weird one, me, by the way. That... King Geo, absolutely correct. Tombstone's absolutely, the best. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Rising Sun. Just way too much discussion of menstruation by a white man, so therefore all the information I gleaned, not true. <laughs> I believe one of the villains is a kink for women on their periods because he's a he loves blood. Like it's. Uh, Am I like there's something about that? And I just remember, Ugh. I remember it was one of the first times where it was like I re read about menstruation, and I was like, in this book about murder of a person at a Japanese headquarters, it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Well, I, 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 what kind of what kind of things do you think they got wrong about it? I I I feel like they went with uh, period blood comes straight from the woman's brain, and that's why they act so hysterical. I think that there's a full chapter where everyone is just throwing up because a woman mentioned she needed a tampon. It's a full a full chapter. <laughs> 40 pages. <laughs> oh, and the, the, 40 pages, only two paragraphs. That's how <laughs> how much that idea is explored. Um, <laughs> um, we don't have a guest today. It's just the two of us. Uh, I, I think I've got one lined up for tomorrow. I was going to book a guest uh, today, but I was like, I would like it, actually, if it's just the guys. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Speaking yeah. of being just the guys, I had a fun night at the Los Angeles Comedy Store, saw a friend of the show, Frank Castillo, and had a real 2019 hangout. Aww. Like I, share, I shared a joint with him, when I, which I like right away was like, what are you doing? Aww. COVID man. And then yeah. I was just like, I think we're all right. But still, yeah. like I was just, it was very fun, just getting some fun gossip. Watch good. Uh, Steph Tola, very funny comedian and oh, pal. nice one. Yeah, do a spot. Yeah, Steph's a killer. Out. Um, yeah, he did roast battle. Oh, how did that go? How'd you roast? I roasted Matt O'Brien, another Canadian comedian. Oh my god, uh, Matt, you saw the whole gang yesterday. The whole gang. Uh, we uh, we roasted each other. It was very fun. Matt won, uh, and the roast before us was two people that didn't know each other, and they just went way too hard at each other. Like, like, <laughs> and that's why you're a cunt bitch. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, if I was a lesbian, I'd kill myself because doing that is bad. Like it was just sort of like, okay. And then oh, like yeah. Matt and I, Matt and I, call, like I accused Matt of having blotism, and he said that the, um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like the, uh, I'm divorced. I'm so divorced. I invented the next COVID vir variant. It's lonely cron. Like it was just like, come on, baby, let's do this. Like <laughs> so fun and goofy. I insisted on bowing. I was reading it off. I have this giant clipboard that I kept insisting off of reading every joke, and I get the same note from the judges every time I've done roast battle, which is memorize your jokes. And they, they like they never get that it's clear. It's I'm doing this because they keep telling me to memorize my jokes. <laughs> I refuse. Isn't that fun when when you're when you're clearly doing a bit and all the comics are like, "Why did you do that?" I know it's, it's like, the story but, of my life. The amount guys. of things I've been doing that are just a bit for like for so many different. Things. And I know you go, "Well, you're not very good at bits," and I was going, "Or am I so good at bits?" Mm. Do I just overcommit? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. I'm like Paul Foot. Only I think Paul Foot isn't doing a bit. I think that's Paul Foot th is yeah. doing what he thinks is stand-up comedy. One of one of the best sparkles I've ever seen in a person's eye was when I was doing a game show that Paul Foot was hosting live at the Leicester Comedy Festival, and um, we I can't remember exactly the thing. We were sort of ripping on it, and I was just in a I was in the I was in the zone, and I was having a lot of fun with him, and we were bantering back and forth. And he brought a woman on stage, and just as he brought her on stage, he turned around and gave me this mischievous look. And I was like, man, there's magic in this person. There's something very sweet and wonderful about this. And then because I had that thought, it took me out of the zone, and then I fucked up the rest of the show. I think he did it on purpose. Mm, that's very possible. Where Sabotage. was the show? I got uh, distracted by the chat. And uh, Peter's Pizzeria. Peter's Pizzeria in Victoria. Yeah. If you want someone who's You're recently... Lester. Oh, in Leicester. Sorry, yeah, I was, was not Leicester paying Comedy Festival. Sorry, I was totally not paying attention then. I was God just damn you, Hastings. Reading the chat, I was checking to see if there's anything pertinent. Do you miss the Leicester Comedy Festival? It's happening yeah. right soon. I love it. Yeah, it starts in 10 days. Uh, it's my favorite. I fucking love Leicester. It's my favorite comedy festival in the UK. I always have so much fun there. Uh, I actively look for extra dates to do my shows. Um, and what I'm good about is this year, uh, I got contacted by the festival because I wanted. I won a fucking award the last time they did it. Yeah. And they were like, hey, man, so we want you to do this. And we want you to do this. And we'll get you involved with this. And I was like, I'd love to, but I'm in Canada. So thank you. But good goodbye. Did you say, I'll just come next year and do it? Yeah, I said I'll be back. As soon as it's as soon as soon things chill out, then I'll, I'll be back for sure. Because they know I love them. I fucking, I'm effusive in my praise, both there and on Twitter. I, uh, uh... I really think it's a fantastic festival. And if any of you get a chance to go, definitely go. I think it's very good. I uh, I do find the only thing I find annoying about Leicester is it should have a later train to London. Yeah, it's fucking rude. But one thing, and actually, I mean, I sort of lost this connection because I used to be, um, I went on, I, I went to a festival in Copenhagen with the Leicester comedy people years ago. And so I knew the guys that ran it really well because we go out and get drunk every night. And so they were very good about me being like, I missed the last train. Can the festival just pay for a hotel room? And they're like, yeah, of course. So I got a bunch of free hotel rooms out of it. But that guy's moved on to greener pastures now. So I no longer have that hookup. But I, yeah, I've had it a few times. I remember once being asked when I got, I'll never forget this. Uh, and I'll tell you who the comedian is because we're not using the private chat. And it was, it's very good. Which was, I remember, and this is such an Alex Edelman being able to do this, and it's so incredible he was able to get people to do this. Like, I was impressive, which was, I was opening a show so I could get the last train to uh, London, mm. and he got three different festival staff from asking around to ask me to switch with him so he could get the last train to London. And I never forget, I just walked into the green room and Alex, I'm not switching with you. I'm getting the last train to London. That's how this works. And he was yeah. just like, and then he, I will never get, but come on, man, I was going to buy a ticket. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Richard Wright is going to do lesser. Uh, Richard, put your show details in the chat so we can tell everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, yeah. if you guys are in New York, go see Alex Edelman's one man show at the Cherry Tree uh, Theater. Very talented comedian. Yeah, not great with ad, not great with admin, and will try and make it your problem. That's uh, I, I have no problem with saying that about Alex. That is a criticism I would level towards him. He loves being like, I'm in trouble in this situation, and you always and you always go, yes, you are. <laughs> But this is a situation that can only be hindered if I enter it. So, <laughs> good luck, champ. And you won't have a good time because you'll be yelled at, Alex. You'll be yelled at a great deal. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, fun, uh, so fun. Oh my god, I remember oh. that so. Much. And I remember the genuine look of disappointment in his face. I remember like he was like, like I could see he was like, no, 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 but it's me asking. And it's like, yeah, yeah, mm. like it's, it could be anyone. But so, I have you met any of his family? I have not. I'm very curious about it. I don't understand. I feel like they were too supportive. He feels like one of the rare comedians where it wasn't a withholding parent. It was a very supportive one. Yeah, there's some stuff I... It's not like big gossip. I just know some family dynamic stuff where I could reveal it to you. Uh, oh, this is entering into private. His, He has a brother who is, I think, an Olympic athlete. Yes, and right does. there, I, I was like, oh, I understand this. I yeah. got it. It's just uh, exactly that. You guys have been incredibly loved and supported. And that's what it is. Like, it's yeah. to the point of like, like, it's the other side. Do you know what I mean? That other way? Yeah. yeah. Like, I have the I have the perfect mix of, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, hug, no hug, become an adult, both hug. That's, like, mm. that's basically it. So it's like, there's like, yeah, enough bad stuff happened in that I'm talented and funny. But it resolved itself of its own energy early enough. Yeah. I had to go and then address all my own shit, which was very inconvenient and unfair of both of my parents, by the way. <laughs> we um, know you're watching. Uh, yeah. Mine mine was... To uh, shut um, it down so I had to deal with me. You know, you guys could have done just slightly worse of a job and I could have continued to blame everyone else. Yeah, no, but obviously... Mine was, uh, mine was very much uh, uh, not sure how they feel about me. Either way, honestly can't tell. Find out through third parties, they're very proud of me. Yeah, but All that's because right. you're okay. you're dealing you're dealing with Brits and I uh, I you're dealing with Ireland's and Brits right there. Like the mm. fact that you you only had to go to the third party shows that Canada really rubbed off on them. Yeah, like I was texting with my aunt the other day, and she told me uh, that my father is very proud of me, and I was like, I honestly didn't know that. Couldn't have known. He's a cagey bastard. He doesn't seem unproud, but he also doesn't seem like he's super in my corner. Your it's father a weird is... one can't read him. I. I would watch a reality show about your dad because I don't know what he's getting up to, but I know I'd be like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, he <laughs> he's been fixing bicycles under an assumed name for 10 years. And you're like, why? And he's like, he enjoys the thrill of deceit. And you're like, I got to tell you, this is exactly who Chris Betts' dad would be. A long time ago, that was true. Now he just sits and watches TV and drinks too much. But there was a period where I'd be like, where's dad? And I'm going to be like, the woods. And he would just be gone for like three days. That's any, but that's any, any man, awesome. any man, any man in his sixties. They just, they just fucking range. Mm. Like my dad is running again. He just, like, he's going on walks. This has been for years now. But yeah, like, he just, like, did he just run he, a half marathon? Yeah, he just ran a half marathon. He's that's getting awesome. after it. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it is. I, it's also, I also am like, well, now I, I. It's, I'm like, well, now I can add that to the list of possible ways my father's going to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had, um, uh, I get like a weird uh, joy out of liking your dad's Facebook posts. Oh, it's great. It's, I really it's, enjoy it. I don't it, know why it, it feels so satisfying. I feel that way social, about no one I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. His social media output is so the social media output of a dad. Like, it's so dad. It mm. is the following thing. Sports. Mmm. <laughs> achievements he's made <laughs> photos of his sons politics and then oh it but politics but never like this joe biden's fucking up it's like like we got to do something about this metro line in toronto and here's the best part does not live in canada none mm. of his family lives in that the, the closest relative he has who lives 
anywhere close to any of the politics he's talking about is my mom mm. and they have been divorced for 37 years like, <laughs> still looking out for her still, still after making all sure. these years <laughs> still making sure oh it's wild uh by the way we haven't mentioned it but it's been right here the whole time richard Wright's show why am i hitting myself february 12th 13th at the globe 3 p.m at the lesser comedy festival get your tickets get I like involved the, i like the globe i like pete's pizzeria that was a fucking great video that was the upstairs one that was real fun yeah that one's fun that one's a good one um firefly obviously lesser comedy festival took over um oh not firefly the um the, cookie? the basement one the cookie yeah lesser the festival bought the cookie because i guess it went under during um uh COVID. They did yeah so they've taken it over so it's an official it's their venue and they run it year round with shows now Oh, great news! Mm -hmm. That's a, I love that venue. Oh, that's where I, that's that where I was going to do my shows this year. They were like, "Hey, do you want a bunch of spots at the Cookie?" I was like, "Oh, I really, really do." Oh, it's, it's that is the best place to do an Edinburgh preview, baby. Holy so fuck! Good. Fuck. Uh, what do we got? Uh, we got uh, diamonds coming in with something long, so I assume it's worth reading out. Have sudden acute memory of booking Arthur Smith as an after dinner speaker. And my boss greeting him at the venue and saying, he's here, he's stoned in shorts and has disappeared into the woods. Go and find him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you beautiful. can't. I got news for you. Yeah, If you replaced uh, stoned with smoking a cigar, my dad. That's my dad. Your mm -hmm. father was here. He had a cigar. He talked to me about the gauge of cigar for a while. I found it oddly fascinating. And then he said, pardon me. And I heard some trees rustling and I don't know where he is. And I assume... I, I I could find him. I would just have to I'd be like, all right, which direction do I think the best rocks for sitting down and being quiet are? Mm -hmm. Like, you think it's like, hmm. <laughs> well, we always, and here's the other trick of tracking a dad in the woods. Always go north. That's the direction of fathers. Simple, Interesting. Yeah. easy, seems forward. You know what I mean? Uh. West, that you're just, you're just, you're, you're standing still even if you're moving. East, too close to Russia for their taste. And south, mm. It's going backwards. Mm. I go by the wind. My dad's a sailing man. Wind at his back. See, this time. is different. See, my dad's a businessman. He believes in capitalism, moving forward or, uh, always. Mm. <laughs> Boom Sigury. I prefer south. Feels downhill. <laughs> I, Boom I like not wrong, by the way. Also, Chris, I have a question for you. Where you grew up, which direction was the water? West. Do you always assume there's water towards the west? For a long time, I did, and mountains to the east. Because that's yeah. how I used to tell where everything was. Yeah, see, I grew up in Ottawa, and the water is, the river's to the north. Um, I mean, I hope. I am honestly at this shirt place not, like, I'm a bit turned around because it was Ottawa, the river was to the north, and then everywhere else I've lived subsequently, mm. south. Yeah. And so I, but here's the problem is I don't, I know that Ottawa's one way, everywhere else is the other way. I don't always know which one is which, which makes trying to get around <laughs> really annoying because it's like either we are headed exactly the right direction or mm -hmm. exactly in the wrong direction mm -hmm. i do not know how to tell that if that is true without a map unless you have a map i'm a, uh yeah i i've gotten good at this is when i i'm i'm becoming an adult nonsense i can now tell uh what direction i'm going in by the sun fuck you um, very good at i can no, just look no, at the side and be like oh okay i know what time of day it is ish and i know what direction i'm going in and i'm like i'm i'm ready i don't want to be a dad but i could be a dad right now i'm ready i'm set i mean my uh my japanese friend mm -hmm. uh can do that really really well always knows what direction they're going 
until they got to the United Kingdom, specifically London, and it dawned on them, you can, you don't see the sun. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> All that happens is you wake up and it just gets brighter. Yeah, that's it. But in what direction? You'll never know. Above. <laughs> Steve, mm -hmm. you would think so, but no, I, I actually figured it out. I started piecing it together because of the British Columbian flag, which has a sun on it, because we're the last time zone. We're the last people to watch it set. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's why it's there. It's the sun, and above it is the um, the uh, Union Jack, because it's British Columbia. And I realized, it only this only clicked a couple weeks ago, that the Union Jack is on top because the sun never sets on the British Empire. I mean, as it turns out, it really does. Oh, it totally does. It totally does. But, you know, they, I just, wonder, they couldn't have that. So with all the Literally Boris a sun setting on the British Empire and a flag, they would have been pissed. All the British Empire, I mean, uh, whatever. All yeah. of the stuff going on about <laughs> Boris Johnson, it is so, like, when, imagine, this is what I want to do. I want to go back in time mm. and find Queen Victoria and just explain to her what is happening politically in England in 2021 2022 like <laughs> like first of all as soon as i just told her who the mayor of london was she would start throwing up yeah especially yeah. when you explained that it was her fault like yeah so you're the reason you did like, this what <laughs> i thought we would have killed them all like it's oh my god that's so nuts yeah there's um there's a comic here that asked me if she should go to um the uk for a little while yes um and i was like you definitely should uh because like you'll grow a lot you have a lot of uh, uh, inspiration creatively and um but also heads up their government's about to fail and uh they have no grasp on COVID whatsoever uh so whoever takes over might just go you know what lockdown time let's do this um so heads up you might just walk into a massive lockdown uh but she seems excited she seems I don't... excited I don't think they're going to lock down. I also don't think that they are going to have an election. I think what's going to happen is Boris is just going to not leave. Mm. I, well, like they're, I trying to get, they're trying to get the pity now. Did you see the uh, the reports of him crying? No. Yeah, there are reports I, of him I'm not, uh, uh, weeping because he might have to step down. It's like, now's not the time for sympathy, buddy. You're not that figure. They. I got news for you. I. I. You remember when I hated England before? Uh, you guys all tried to kill me. With COVID, in <laughs> you like I'm 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 done. Like go fuck yourselves. Also, and, and I remember all of the people, and there were a bunch of you in in co throughout COVID who went. Bet you wish you'd stayed here. <laughs> no. Bet you all wished you'd moved to another country. I also feel that way about a bunch of Canadians. A lot of especially in Ontario, where they're like. Mm. Should, you should have just come back to Canada. I was like, I knew you guys were going to fuck this up eventually. Like all, the, yeah, America has not handled this well, but they've re remained explicitly consistent on how badly they're doing. Mm. And there is a, there is attempts at improvement in Canada and Britain. It was literally like we're winning. Shut <laughs> it down. Time to lose. Like it was like what? No. <laughs> One of my one of my favorite things that I found out the government was doing during COVID is um, that they're testing our poop. I think that's so funny. 
I think it's fucking to hilarious. Co- uh, to see how much COVID is there? Yeah, the, the no. wastewater that they're testing all that. When I'm like, that's like, that's pretty smart. I can't believe they thought of that. And it's very funny that they're just like, ha we won't send them tests, but we will test their poops. Here's what but, I think is funny is I, I have a feeling they did not think that up. I have a feeling someone else... I'm sure it was a scientist that recommended it and they took it on see, board. That's, but... See, I don't think it was. I think it was someone had to prank them into doing it. Also, prank so them? if... Yeah, it was a prank. What the fuck was that noise? <laughs> oh, there's a uh, someone in the hall doing housekeeping. That was um. Mm. They're doing they're doing room checks today. They checked in with me today. They saw I had a metal lamp. We're all good. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I guess someone didn't have a metal lamp. They they came in. They were like just specifically checking on this lamp. I was like, all right. I don't know what happened in the rest of this place, but my lamp is intact. What is it like? How are the other guests at this place? Because I don't. I feel like you're the rare long hauler. You're just seeing a lot of people that are tr- trying to just be backpackers. No, that's most of us right now. I think because there's not much backpacking going on. Um, because you know, traveling Omicron. It's January, so it's the quietest time anyway. Uh, so all those things overlapping. It's mostly. It's mostly people that are here for a while. Like I've been here for, what's the date today? The 19th? You know, I've been here for 19 days and I'm mostly seeing the same faces every day. Head down. That was awful. That was awful. Um, the uh, uh, I see the same faces in the kitchen. see the same faces in the hall. It's all, uh, we're all, we're all long haulers here. It's like a boarding house. And this brings us back to my original, to- or your original point. So what is your potential new Aparpetitan? Uh, the comedian that's thinking of going to the UK for a couple months is definitely leaving, um, as long as she can get flights and stuff. And so she asked me if I could take over her place and it's a lovely little studio flat. Um, that's surprisingly big for a studio. And, uh, the price is only a couple hundred more dollars than this. So hopefully her trip comes through. I'll find out next Tuesday and, uh, uh, I'll be able to take her place until the 1st of April when I will be moving out East to Toronto. And reunited with your and goodly wife. Indeed. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, I'll alert my mother. You guys can have coffee with her. Yes. Um, what parts of Toronto are you thinking of living in? Let's talk about this. I love Toronto. If I wasn't a comedian, I would live in that city. Here's the one problem you have with Toronto. London level nightmarishly expensive at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. It really depends on if I um, get a... Uh, a good job or not i'm still waiting on um the interview for that production company so if i get that then uh, i'll be fine because uh, i'll make enough money mm. and if not then i mean the hope is that my aunt and uncle move back there because they moved out to nova scotia uh for the pandemic and so they've been there for two and a half years now um because they had like her parents are from there and they had like a little place on the water from years ago and so they've been staying there um so I want them to move back to Toronto so I can stay for free in their basement for some time. Where was they have a lovely who, basement suite? Who's in the that basement suite now? Uh well they rented out the whole house because they've been gone for two and a half years, so I can't take Damn. it over with strangers. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that but. sucks. Oh man. But Toronto is a fucking hoot. Is Evan I'm looking at the chat all episode, but if Evan is in the chat, he I'm sure can elucidate some toronto options because it's also the problem is is like even the areas i would suggest to look in mm. are now just so fucking expensive like i oh, lived yeah. in kensington market but this is now mm. i left 10 years ago this year ladies and gentlemen i officially i have lived not in canada for 10 years which is very weird yeah yeah more of my adult life is that right more of my adult life out of canada than in no that's no, a lie that's not true it's yes, true it is. for me it's true for me, it's but I don't think it's true. 100%, 100% true for me. Adult life? Yes. Adult, like I, from 18 
18 to 36 way more not in canada than nice. in canada but not at the, your whole life i would assume it's been spent at, more out of canada than in at oh, this God, point yeah. yeah basically since i was 18 i've been gone so there's yeah. like a couple years of montreal there but otherwise out and out yeah it's kind of nice ready. to be back oh canada's fucking pleasant as shit. it's pretty I, good we, but i keep looking for an equivalent of boots and i haven't found it yet I gotta say, UK gets a lot of things wrong. Boots, one of the most convenient stores I've ever used in my life. I mean, the fact when they started having very good sandwiches, it was just like, I don't know what you guys are planning, but I'm on board. Mm, dude, they've got everything you need. It's the perfect train station store. It's got it all. I love it there. And there's nothing quite really like good. it. Shoppers is close, but mm, just doesn't quite no, cut it. Because Shoppers is, uh, the problem with Canada is Canada thinks you're going home. England is a great country because all the stores are like, I assume your home burned down today. Here's the stuff you'll need. And you're like, mm -hmm. I do need that. The amount of different places you can buy a single banana in Europe is shocking. Yeah, right? Just loose. Just, Just loose. loose. Yeah. Pharmacies, <laughs> gas stations, grocery stores. Okay. I, like Basically, any business but clothing store, you mm -hmm. could see a banana there. So uh, Evan's coming and he's saying the Junction is, I think, the only realistic cool place to live. Tell me about the Junction. I've never heard of it. That's oh, great. So... Uh, thank you, Evan. Uh, the junction is uh, deep west side, which is better because Toronto is one of those cities that's deeply divided east-west. Mm -hmm. The east-west divide is, by the way, where Bloor becomes uh, the Danforth. Okay. Uh, and where I grew up, and that's the cool side of town, is you always lived on the west side. So always mm. west side in Toronto. A couple of reasons for that, guys. Uh, one, tr uh, most of the stuff you're going to be going to is on the west side. And traffic in Toronto is terrible because in, I believe, the... I don't remember what it was, but they were supposed to have... Toronto was supposed to be like one of those like in the future mm -hmm. cities. Yep. Canada has a bunch of these, which was Canada basically um, after World War II as like big infrastructure pro uh, things is to like to accommodate because they could see the baby boom coming, all this sort of stuff. Cities were quickly expanded because there was now a shitload more people. And in Europe, because they, they and UK specifically, mm -hmm. as I understand, they heavily invested in rail as the way of building infrastructure. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Canada, the U.S., we invested heavily in highways. And in Canada, what they did was they built all of these highways, like this giant highway network, and then in Ottawa and Toronto, I don't know if this is true of other cities, but I know what happened there. They widened certain streets mm. um, so that they could be used as arteries for those highways. And in yeah. Ottawa, they were very close to too many rich people, so they moved them onto small, not widened streets and created... Yeah. Uh, some of the most disastrous par um, traffic situations ever. In Toronto, there's this thing called the Allen... Parsons Project? It is the Allen Parsons Project. Yeah, 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 yeah I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. One of the weirdest jokes in Austin Powers, because that gives you the indication that the Allen Parsons Project was a very popular band mm -hmm. and was, in fact, not that popular. But... I've heard of them. I couldn't name any of their songs. That did, you hear, famous. did you hear of them from... Austin Powers to the Spy Who Shagged Me? Because that's where I heard of them. I mean, if I did, I only saw that in theaters. So that must have been a hell of a joke if it stuck around. Yeah, it's, that's it stuck around for me. I don't know when I will... I've never been like, time to listen to the Alan <coughs> Parsons Project. Any coupies. Uh, the Allen Express was supposed to go all the way through to downtown Toronto. So on the east side and the west side, they would have two expressways that brought you from the highway all the way down into the city and meet in another highway that runs with a giant circle of highways encircling the city. Everyone getting to where they need to at a certain district um, uh, time. Mm -hmm. Instead, the Allen Express was supposed to go through Forest Lawn, home of Drake, 
And all those rich people were like, nah. So it just ends at the most inconvenient place <laughs> on the west side. So getting to the west side of Toronto using highways is a nightmare. Yeah. So you just live on the west side because it's so easy to get everywhere else. But getting there, you're like, fuck. Also, yeah, west side. So the junction is basically where a bunch of streets merge into one street and all of the TTC um, um, uh, tram tracks, streetcar tracks, jam into one. Okay. Uh, it was kind of just like a weird kind of dingy, shitty suburb when I lived there. Okay. And then because it's slightly inconvenient to get there because there's no subway for part of it, it got like super crazy, um, like nice and cool. It's I completely agree with Evan's recommendation. Also, guys, also for your purposes, has a giant park called High Park. And oh. now I am now this is weird. I'm now going to show everyone the play structure that's in High Park. It is the greatest park ever i'm so jealous of kids playgrounds now they're so much more interesting oh my god and open to imagination than the ones that we had i mean we made the most of the ones that we had we never felt like we were missing anything but my god looking at some of these ones i'm so impressed i'm so impressed the big weird like netting pyramids that are all sort of like it's almost like fractals that are in there i love them i love them i would have climbed the shit out of that you would have had to tear me off boom stickery you know how i feel about macarthur park it's I love too MacArthur frightening park. in the dark if you ask me, MacArthur Park. It's too frightening. Is that Come the, dark? Is that from? Is that the song? Or are you just yeah. rhyming? <laughs> I don't know the song. This is the play structure in High Park. In oh Toronto. no! I was combining uh, Jurassic Park, the song, with MacArthur Park. I just oh, realized Weird Jurassic Al Park is frightening in the dark. Which did you see? There's going to be a Weird Al Yankovic biopic. Which is wild. What, so what, crazy. Why, why? We don't need. They've there. There's already been one. Um, and Whoa, you know what that was? It UHF? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great movie. That's such a good movie. I, that movie is so much. If you haven't seen UHF, so much better than it has any right of being, and so adorably fun. Mm, yeah, it's fun when the guy great. when the guy needs the time. He's like, "What time is it?" And someone punches through the wall, and he checks the watch. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Larry, look at this. What? Oh yeah. my god, I'm going full screen for this. Of course, why wouldn't we? Oh my god, that's a full that's a castle. It's a full castle, Chris. Full oh my god. Look at that. Look, that's it's like awesome. and this is this it's so big. Like this is them building it. That's awesome. So much space to just run. Run. Just flat out run and like just enough like elevation and um delevation. That's what you but call like, it. But like look how big it is. Like yeah, yeah. Look how big it is. So it's like all the slides over here, so many different swings. Uh, and Monkey even better, do you, want, do you know who built this park, Chris? Brad Pitt. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Like boom, there he is right there. What homes on homes? Mike Holmes from Homes on Homes. Oh, <laughs> oh way to go, Mike. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look up Mike Holmes married question mark. Click what? on that where? one. Where, 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 where? Row down, far end. This one? No, no other end. Oh, yummy, <laughs> dum dum. Jesus Christ! Oh, what a sweet little girl. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's how, like how insulted would you be if you were if you were Mike Holmes and they're like, "This is you, right? Found you." This is him, though. That's definitely Mike Holmes. Is it? Because I thought that the question mark meant that they're like, is this Mike Holmes' wedding picture? No, this is just Mike Holmes. In Do you not remember Canada in the 90s? Yeah. I mean, there he... that's so funny. 
That's so yeah. funny. This is so definitely true. Okay, let's fuck it. Mike Holmes from Rock the Block. I do not know what Rock the Block is, but I hate it. Um, yeah, it's so insane. Yeah, Mike Mike Holmes of uh, Holmes on Holmes, Canada's classic construction television program. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the big wow. one. Canadian hero, Homes on Homes. That's so funny. Boom Sigger says, the kids park by mine used to be so amazing and dangerous. Then they removed a tear every time a kid had a bad fall. <laughs> oh, my God. Take one off. <laughs> I, uh, I remember, do you, they don't, uh, do you remember those play structures they had? They were so 80s and 90s. They were the galvanized metal triangles. Like, it's mm -hmm. like triangle, 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 and like built to a dome. Yeah, those were great. So much pain. So much pain. I remember watching a kid named Jeff scale that from the inside, mm -hmm. like scale it up over and then hang. And as he was hanging, I remember he just looked at me and went, I don't think Santa's real. And then just dropped. <laughs> he had a lot of time to think because he was climbing up. It was the craziest thing. Ever. Like it was. And by the way, it's the moment that planted the seed in my head. I was just like, wow, this guy's pretty good at climbing. So we, our thing was always uh, trying to walk up the outside of it without using your hands. Oh, wild! So you climb up, and it's it's all about balance. We took some mean falls, falling forward, doable. Worst case, your hands miss, your chest bumps on the metal, you're six, it's fine. You fall backwards. That's a long day. That's a long day, and a lot of explaining to parents and nurses. See in hell. Oh my god! Like, oh, so much fucking crazy injuries in my life. So many. Uh, this is great. Sarah says, uh, favorite thing I saw recently in a park was five swings in a circle so you could try to kick each other. <laughs> I want to find this. I want to find that's this. I want to find this. That's just top notch. That's that's urban planning right there. Five swings. Remember uh, the massive metal slides that would give you third degree burns in the summer? Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Um, or the time when they... Uh, or when you think about it, just all the sand and just the shit you'd find in the sand. I remember finding so many lighters in the mm -hmm. sand of McKellar Park. We always had gravel. I don't know what it was about BC. Maybe it was a rainfall, but it was always gravel. Very little sand. Lots of tiny rocks wedged into your little body. Aww. You come oh back with weird, like, they're almost like acne scars. You know when you fall and then you've just got a thousand divots in your forearms? A butt of coals. Um... Yeah, we used to have one that was a it was a, uh, a a wooden tower that had to be at least 15 feet up. And there was a uh, fireman pulled that you'd slide down. Um, but if you're playing tag or you're playing girls chase boys, um, sometimes you just I, had to jump because they were right there. They might get you. Christopher, uh, what is girls guys. boys chase girls? Because I got to tell you, I'm not no, liking the boys. sound girls of chase this. Boys. It was so what a, happens? Girls would chase boys, and then they would try to kiss you. If they caught you, then the girls got to kiss you. Yeah, kiss chase. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Played it all the time. I was very fast. Only got Running kissed it. when I wanted to be kissed. Mm. I mean, we never had any of those games, except for there was this one kid who really wanted to get it going. And I remember he pitched. The, I remember we were nine years old, and this was the game he pitched. He's, the, he's like, here's the here, I, this I like. I want to know what this guy is doing now because I'm like he's definitely killed. Um, he's like, here's what we do: we we're we're bigger than all the girls, we're stronger than all the girls. Let's grab them, we throw them underneath the slide, tell them that's where they have to stay, and then we do what we want. And I remember being like, I don't elaborate, 
elaborate also, I, on what we want. Here's what I remember saying, which is not great, which I remember saying, I was like, I think we'll just leave the under the slide area. And he, and I remember that being like, he was like, yeah, that's probably true. And I was like, ah, see, I gotcha. <laughs> I wonder what that guy is up to though. He's going to be a hard Google or is he? Mm. I don't know. I remember Sadaf told me that a guy that she went to school with who's a hard creep is currently a children's soccer coach in California. And she's like, is it okay to preemptively call a community to report somebody? 100% totally fine. Uh, Evan Comedy coming in with one of the greatest parts, the excavators, the two-handed, one lifts up, spin around, dip it down, alter it, dig the sand, move it over to the side, make a little pile. Could never build a pile higher than that because the crane didn't lift that far back. Hell of a toy. I, I am so... If I can't tell... There's a possibility that this the guy I'm talking about has become wildly successful. No shit. Yeah. Like wildly successful. Holy shit. That's pretty crazy. It is pretty nuts. No. God damn it. Kimmer says a guy that she went to school with who's in prison for killing somebody. No. I got a couple of people I went to school with who were in prison, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Mildred, we can't we can't do private chats anymore. Not this week. We got two more days of no private chat. Yeah. Um, and I would I would totally say this guy's name except he's a private citizen, and that's just not fair to him. And he has mm. a unique enough name where it's like he's one of eight people. Like you like Can you tell us what industry he's successful in? Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that checks out. So here's what we do. We get all the pills, we put them under the slide, under the slide. and we yeah. do what we want. We want with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny if he, if he's in America, which according to this he might be. It's um, here's what we do: we get all the pills, we change one microbe in each of the formulas that do nothing, we charge triple for it. Also, is it, everyone is it, is it Martin Shkreli? It is not Martin Shkreli, <laughs> but I was about to be. I just watched the documentary on Martin Shkreli called the Pharma, Pharma Bro. Bro. I watched the first I, half of that. I have a pitch. He has a bunch of live streams. I would like to watch some of those. <laughs> it sounds so boring. He would be on for ages as well, like maybe a best of thing, but he would do it for like eight yeah. hours. It was too much. I mean, I got to tell you, I completely agree with the point that that documentary, there's a part in it, there's a reveal at the end, which is so, like, you're so shocked by. But the best part of it is uh, Martin Shkreli, like, he got babes. Like, he dated oh, yeah. a lot. He had a lot of girlfriends. And they are interviewed, and all of them are still like actually really nice guy. And you're like, hmm. and like, and, and the document you walk away with being like, this is not a good human being, but he is not evil. He is a product of his environment. He yeah. listened. He was he listened when they said this is how you get ahead, and he did it. Like it's one of those ones where yeah, you're he like, just, he was just too brazen. It's like when Karl yeah. Lagerfeld said that he doesn't want fat people wearing his clothes, and it was like the whole fashion industry acts like that. It's just he's the only one who said it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's so fun. Karl Lagerfeld, you this is the thing of uh, the wrestling industry lost a lot of people, and I listened to like sort of a uh, a couple of the retrospective podcasts on people mm -hmm. that they lost and. The one thing comedy is true is also we're losing not that crazy people, but like the eccentric wacko weirdos. Like how okay. Carl Lagerfeld just refused to say what his age was and I always was like around in my 40s probably. Mm. And you're like, no, Carl. No. Lied about where he was from? Like more Regularly? than once. Didn't Regularly. he change it? Like he would just change it? Yeah, yeah. Sweden, Austria, Germany. Turns out he was basically, he, he was almost certainly a, a Nazi youth. Almost certainly. Carl Lagerfeld? Yeah, oh, born in 33. Born in 
born in 33, almost certainly a Nazi youth. Yeah. Like, if not, then something far worse. This is great. Carl Augerfeld had 15 iPod Nanos for his cat. One album on each unit. This is not a joke. Oh, I love... There is some... I love really successful people with no kids. Because mm. they just... That's just... You have too much money. Because here's the thing. Jeff Bezos has kids and a wife. So mm. Jeff Bezos has more money than Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah, way more. But he, do, he does not have more fuck you money. Like, I have more fuck you money than Jeff Bezos. Do you understand? No. Like, yes. No, 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 because I got news for you. Every time Jeff Bezos buys a fucking rocket for Blue Origin, his ex-wife, <laughs> Jeff? Yeah. Jeff? Me? Like, it's I could buy a rocket. It would be very bad and would have been built in the Soviet Union. And it's not getting far. It, let's put it this way. Hey, Jeff Bezos, your rocket might go higher. My rocket will kill more people on the ground. How do you want to do this competition? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, financially, yes. He is accountable to someone for all expenditures. Not me. And also, I got good credit and I'm in America. I think I could get pretty close to Jeff Bezos' fortune in credit cards. No problem. <laughs> All right, we have a new challenge for the stream. Yeah. Can John get, well, let's just say what was left after the divorce, not what he's made since, $500 billion, I think. It, could I accrue, could I put myself in a situation to get $500 billion of debt? Yeah, let's see, let's, let's see if you can do that, $500 in billion. In America? Not only am I going to say I can do it in America, I, I'm going to cap myself, I only need to go to two banks <laughs> <laughs> like there's I can't, just like i can't wait to see what fucking gear you're gonna get your setup's gonna be wild oh i'm no no i'm just gonna i just want it in cash put it in a savings account and just only lose the amount of the difference in interest between saving it and 100% percent loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's great. Well, the other thing, the other thing that I get, this is the other thing that's so unfair about America, is the interest rates on super high loans are so mm. it's so much lower than like mid-range loans because they're like, if someone, if we're able, if we've decided someone is fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be loaned eight million dollars, mm. we think that they could probably pay it back. So the interest rate is much lower. Oh yeah, completely. All yeah, all the smaller loans, it's way higher because they're like, you're poor, so we don't trust you. So 30%. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I have a credit, I have like an amazing credit card. Like I had a hotel in London for eight days for free because of the points from this uh, credit card. Sick. The interest rate if you do not pay it uh is immediately you have to, is an, an additional 25% is tacked on the second you don't pay, and then it's 22% each week. Like it's it's so crazy. Those are mafia numbers. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, those are bigger than mafia numbers. That's that's two and a half points. Bear in mind, that's Paul a big, Ca that's a Paul, big Ca one. Paul Castellano was shot in the street because he was bringing it up to twenty yeah. percent. It was always a flat fifteen. <laughs> he went twenty. Clip this motherfucker. Yes, yeah. Chase Manhattan Bank twenty. Bear, bear in mind the interest rate advertised twenty two percent. The 25% is your, uh, it's not even called a penalty. It's like your, like, money due fee. And you're like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so your interest rate is technically 47%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're so saying it, you could have lent me an extra 25%? Yeah. In theory. Yeah, we could have, but <laughs> yeah. we are not doing that. I want, 
here's the one thing you need to take away. We are not here to help you. And you're like, mm. I never thought you were. And it's like, yeah. well, good. Because you know what I hate is the, the like, um, uh, so I remember like Warren Buffett coming out and being like, my only advice to young people is don't get a credit card. Don't do it. It's a trap. And then like I can't. So when I showed up here and um, and they were like, OK, well, your credit score isn't great because you haven't lived here since you were 19. That was the last mm -hmm. time I lived in B.C. And I was like, OK, well, what do I do? And they're like, well, get a credit card. And I was like, mm. but Warren Buffett said <laughs> no, hey, I don't listen to Warren Buffett. Who I listen to is, you know, the guy from Catch Me If You Can. Mm -hmm. who is who's now the fbi's head fraud detector and is like the world-renowned best person at it like there's a mm. google talks with that guy that i've i've watched so many times it's so fascinating about the world of fraud about how to detect all of that sort of stuff it's oh, a damn. really send good me the watch. Link. send me the link because i don't know that guy's name here i'll throw it in the chat yeah. um but he what he says is fuck you pay me surcharge <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah yeah go to go to the bank to try and take out 10 bucks fuck you pay me yeah <laughs> um yeah it's i think frank ab frank something frank abernathy he, what he says is he said and it's so great and he goes credit card is a trap because all the reason why credit cards are more risk for you between your relationship with you and a bank is because the bank is assuming all of the risk with fraud anything else you're assuming all of the risk mm. and the bank has to check you. So he goes, so what I do is he goes, everything I do is on credit cards, mm. everything. He goes, everything I do is on credit cards. And he goes, I still get a paper statement. You always get a paper statement because in a court of law, they cannot fault a paper statement. It's up to them to try and be like, no, that's been doctored because they issue it to you. Okay. So it's, it's always a like paper statement, credit card. And he goes, and here's how you do it. You pay it off every month. You just pay it off. He goes, literally, he goes, if you're going to go into your overdraft on your bank, still pay it off because that will like affect your credit score less than yeah. a credit card. And also then it's always clean, always there. And he goes, and then what you're doing, what they're doing is they're going to just up your credit limit so quickly, especially if you're young, because mm. all they want to do is get you hooked and never yeah. let them get you hooked. And then he goes, and then he goes, he did it. He's like, I did it with my kids. So he goes, by the time they all graduated college he goes yes they had student debt but mm. be, but what they then have is um be uh yeah uh is is that what they then have is incredible credit score despite their student loans which yeah. then won't be effective and he goes and it's one of those things where it just helps them with a bunch of stuff and you're like fuck this guy probably knows yeah. uh this is a nightmare and this is this fucked me so hard moving to the states because i had you started nothing so it looks like you filed for bankruptcy so coming to the States, I had to find a building. You have to find an apartment where someone can vouch with you for the landlord. Yeah. I like the first, like the first thing I did when I moved to the States, I literally got off the plane and took a, I rented a car and drove to the closest bank and opened a bank account that could get me a credit card. Like they were yeah. like, do that and use the credit card for everything. I use it for everything for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm -hmm. Then they're like, get, get another credit card, do, 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 ne always pay it off, boom, and now I have this fucking credit card, which the, the fuck you pay me, fuck you pay me fee mm. is so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> find that thing. Yeah, exactly, boom. And this is the most efficient way to do things. Capitalism's yeah. all about efficiency, guys. Don't don't ever yeah. doubt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> oh my God. It's so smooth. Yeah. It's so smooth. Um, I've been, I've been holding in a piss for a long time, so I'm going to be back in three minutes. Hold shit down.
Uh, I uh, let me see if I can find this guy. Oh, there he goes. It's uh, the Frank Abagnale. Uh, well, Chris is pissing, ladies and gentlemen. Shall we watch a little of this gentleman? I think that's a fine idea. Uh, so this is the uh, man that um, uh, Catch Me If You Can is based off of. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched any of these Google Talks before, um, but it was one of those ones where you're like, man, working at Google seems like it would be pretty sick, uh, uh, except for all of the uh, mining of information and, of course, being bad actors on the international scale. Um this is exactly right, King GOWTF. You see, I have an crazy points program. We're talking, I paid for one hotel for the entire time I was in the UK. Obviously, I lucked out in a variety of different uh, circumstances and all that sort of things. But like the idea of not paying for a hotel in London um, for eight days was one of the craziest things I've ever done. And I got to tell you, the city of London is so different. We're not even going to get to this video. Chris will be back by the time. Ah! Um, the city of London, if you're staying in the city, like I was staying by Paddington Station, there's streams that I was doing from that hotel room. It was the tiny, tiny hotel room. Like it was not the nicest room, but I don't give a shit. Um, it, it's wild. It, your life is so much easier and so much more pleasant. Oh, just walk. I remember coming off of a train from, uh, when did stand-up comedy at one David Hoare's stand-up comedy club. In, uh, in Bristol, I believe it was. No, it was the day I met David Hoare. So it wasn't at actually his club. And um, I just remember thinking, as I was getting in the train, was super late. I was like, fuck, I got to take the two. And then I was like, no, no, I don't. I could just um, walk to my hotel. It was fantastic. Um I know a small business owner who uses travel card points uh, for so much that pre-COVID he would fly to Japan once a year, first class, all points. Oh, buddy. Like, my points, I've used it. Like, I had, I got the card in July in five months. I just put everything on it. I put everything on it. Everything, every, travel, everything. I paid my rent with it. Uh, and I got up to like 90,000 points and hotel room at a time. Um, I didn't know about this diamond guys. I read up on Frank. We didn't get to that video yet, Chris. Um, but, uh, I will. Oh, I, I think I actually found it. Uh, Frank Abagnale, catch me if you can talk to Google 2017. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, here is, uh, this boom. And... Oh my God. Geo, I just read your thing about Japan. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh no, no. Like those certain credit cards. If you Excuse can me. get those, uh, the link for that uh, talk is uh, right there in the chat, guys. If you want to give it a try, it's on Facebook, YouTube, and um, uh, the uh, UTS thing. Also, uh, here's a weird, just random admin thing. Is yours also displaying fifty-one? But then you go and look at it, and it only says thirty-five people are watching. I'm very yeah, curious. but that uh, I I feel like that means that YouTube and Facebook people are on. Oh, well, that's very exciting. We're broadcasting to three different spots right now. So it's pretty cool. V, v exciting, guys. V cool. V we love you all. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Very nice. Good. Great. Uh, so what does he cover in this uh, in this, oh, this, pretty this cool. Google Talk? I think he just he basically takes you through what he did. Now, I didn't know about this with Diamond Geyser comes in, which is he, he uh, most of his claims okay. are unsubstantiated. Uh, gets Spielberg fell for it because his charisma is off the charts. I also do think he definitely did some stuff because he went to jail for some time. Yeah. And then the FBI hired him. Falsification. 
the FBI also then hired him to be their basically their lead fraud investigator, and he revolutionized them catching con artists. Like he is, wow. and then that's the main thing you listen to is him talking about all the ways that how you used to do it, and then him explaining uh, how much more dangerous. Um, um, to uh, I love how we went from three streaming uh, different accounts uh, to being on one account that streams to three different places. That's right. Well, actually, we were streaming to nine different places. <laughs> yeah, at before. one point because we were like we were doing it because it would go to my YouTube, my Twitch, my Facebook, Chris's YouTube, Chris's Facebook, Chris's Twitch, and then Ashley's Twitch, and I think my Twitter. Oh, yeah, and it went to your Twitter as well for some unknown reason. Mm -hmm. People watched it. I used to get like 40, 50 views on Twitter. Gadzooks. Mm -hmm. Wild, wild stuff. I do feel so smart. I don't feel so, I don't, smug maybe is the word, but that we kept this going because it really looked like it, like we weren't having another variant. Like it just looked like mm -hmm. it was going to sort of peter out and then. Omicron. Oh, you want to talk about the most frustrating article I ever have read in my life, which I read this morning. Uh, headline, uh, new variants uh, will be more dangerous than COVID. That is, or than Omicron. That is, that was the headline. I was like, fuck, what have they discovered? Hmm. This is the article. This, it was basically, uh, this was not what it said the first sentence, but it was basically this. Um, new variants, more dangerous than Omicron. Hmm. Is the headline you could read in six months if variants are more dangerous than Omicron? What publication was that? One of the British newspapers. I can't remember I which one. Hate it. That's that's you should be fired. Like it was not the BBC, and hmm. that like the Guardian of all of them is just. I love the Guardian. I want to like the Guardian. What happened to their journalism? I think Trump and Brexit like burned their brains out. Like they just like yeah, they have like a dream. Same thing to the Times. Oh my god! And so now you just read it and you're like, who who approved this? Like, yeah, yeah. Quinoa declared gay by me, a man who just <laughs> ate a duck. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. Like it's just like it's and it's it seeped in everywhere. Um, uh, I H <laughs> the Hayu variant is next. I don't even know what that means. Is it the I, I hate you variant? I hate you. I fucking yeah. hate you. I hate you. Yeah, thank you. It's so shame because by I like the Guardian pre Brexit was a fucking force. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, which one of you is the one dope. with people hitting on others' commuters in it? Which is the one? What? Which one is the one with the people hitting on other commuters in it? Oh, that is. I think that's Guardian's misconnections. Yeah. Which one is that oh. one? Yeah, I think so. That's the that's the middle class dating. Oh I was, my god! I was drinking an MNS gin and soda. Uh, you had an umbrella that was covered in Studio Ghibli characters, right? Yeah, I want to find the misconnections. Can we read some misconnections? Yeah, that was absolutely. Yeah. Um, where? Oh, by where? the way, so earlier Kimmers was like, um, Kimmers mentioned that uh, cases are going down in the UK. I'm looking at the UK daily summary for NHS. Um, they've stopped giving as many free tests now, so uh, all the numbers will be going down. But uh, uh 108,000 daily positive tests. Holy shit! 108,000, 359 deaths per day as of the 19th, which is today. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Guardian Soulmates. Thank you, Richard. Soulmates, that's it. As usual, what could I have done without you? Uh, what? what? Guardian Soulmates has come to an end. What? That's I where fucking, they lost it. That's where they I lost it. I fucking told you. Um, oh my god, let's let's all go through this article together. Uh, the governments are fiddling the books about Omicron. 438 died yesterday. So, so yeah, where, where are you getting that? Where are you getting that information? Yeah, where source are you getting us. that? Come on. What's the source? It says, I don't want to call you a liar. There's just, there's a lot of hinky information going around, you know? Yeah. Uh, you should get other comedians to read some out. All right, let me find Metro Misconnections. I can't believe Guardian Soulmates is over. Fuck. That's such a shame. It was so silly. Uh, I, I never heard, who... I never heard a story that it, where it worked out. Um, I can't find it. I just typed in Metro Misconnections oh, like and I just, tweets? and I just got, I got this article. I want to show you the article that came up for when I typed in Metro Misconnections. Technically, Google, very accurate, but not this time. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready, yeah. Chris? Yeah. <laughs> 13 times one Irishman brilliantly trolled Metro's misconnections page. Seamus O'Reilly is an Irish writer living in Ireland, in uh, London, who's won internet fame in the past for his excellent personalized Natelajar pranks and his remembering Ireland Facebook page, but his original and some would say best mischief making was when he wrote into the, um, uh, Metro newspapers rush hour crush, um, section with faked misconnection stories for the crack. He actually successfully submitted them to the UK paper for a couple of years before they caught on and stopped puzzling them. But we still have the evidence of the ones that made it through. So here, presented without comment, is every single one in all their glory. Uh, to the sexy Spanish senorita on the number 30 bus to Highbury, I loved our heated chat on Friday, but realize um, what I did was insensitive to your country. I mortified. Please let me make up for it over tapas <laughs> or paella or whatever. Bearded man who used discarded burger cartons as castanets. <laughs> Statuesque blonde who cheered me at Kensington Olympia last Friday at 10 p.m. You stole my heart while I was grinding for coins on the street. <laughs> How about that pint of schnapps we joked about? <laughs> Dancing Jordy, <laughs> dancing crying Jordy dwarf. Rush hour crush, uh, love, well lust is all around us, as is proven by the messages left in our commuter uh, cupids. Are they talking about you? To the guy who got on a bank dressed like Mister Chips from Cat's Face. <laughs> Your cheeky smile reminds me of the popular saying, "Saving sayings, girl in bringing back hanging T-shirt." <laughs> Red-haired girl working at Sports Direct Oxford Street, reading her first Metro, uh, reading her Metro first thing in the morning. I've bought so many things I don't need on my way to work just so I can talk to you. Drink, shy guy with shin pads, a hurdle, and two hundred plus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, so uh, I, I have the actual rush hour crush. Oh, bring it up! Ready Let's to roll. Um, the best story uh, is about being on drugs, meeting the Irish president. That's pretty sick. Uh, that's it, Rush Hour Crutch, coming in from a liturgical hell. Uh, Guardian Blind Dates can be great, though. Mostly meet again, but just as friends. But occasionally uh, you have a couple that have a wild card, like the lesbian couple who got drunk, crashed a party, and left their underwear in the stranger's bathroom. 
What? Um, that sounds good. Can okay, you so grab that? I can't grab that link from Tiger, but that's fine. Um, um, oh, I got I got it here. I got the uh, thing open. Um, your name was Sam. You were about five foot two with black frame glasses. You said you were on the way to a pirate. <laughs> what the? On your way to a pirate heavy metal concert? <laughs> I wish I could have gone with you. Messy, dark, brown hair, and big brown beard on the tube from Victoria to Brixton. Oh, poor messy dark brown hair. Uh, brown hair wearing a hoodie. You bought a pasta pot, but didn't bring a fork. We both laughed as you ate tomato pasta with your bare hands. You were so charming and funny. Next time, I definitely won't let you leave so soon. Woman in the red coat, train from London to Kent, Tuesday, January 11th at about 8 p.m. Sweetheart, if you're trying to pick up dudes that are eating pasta with their bare hands. Do not pick up a guy don't who do it he hasn't figured out that he could just walk and get a spoon from the canteen on the train yeah you, or you can use the lid you could even you ever, use the lid do you think about i think about this sometimes i've tried to write a joke about it, it doesn't come across do you ever just think about just on a base level how much more women have to put up with in terms oh, yeah. of dating than men do just oh, like our solo I've never, I've never had to think this. I hope no one shits in my pants on this date tonight. Shits in my bed on this date tonight. And I know so many guys who have dated women who can't say that. They cannot mm. say, "Have you ever been on a date that ended with a man shitting in your shoes?" I know so many women that have to say, "I have been on that kind of date." Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, Deanne Smith has a great, or she she did years ago. I haven't seen her on stage in a while, but she had this great bit about how awesome it was being women's first lesbian girlfriend because guys have set the bar so low that being a human being is enough to make you a fucking god that, that, oh it's a train from london to kent uh no canteen there's very rarely uh working toilets oh my god yeah and but further to your point chris a hundred percent like it's basically like do you want to impress a woman as a straight white just remember her name mm. Yeah. Ask a question and then let her answer it. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, you don't need to know her birthday, but you just need to be aware that it's possible she has a birthday. So many questions that that uh, uh, I see dudes ask remind me of when Homer bought Marge a bowling ball for her birthday. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, all right. Let's look at this one. To the bearded Jewish 30-something, after arriving majestically on your scooter, we shared a glance. Brian, bobblehat, Durham, traveling from Durham to Newcastle. How did you know she was Jewish or he was Jewish? Yeah. Is this a, was it a Hasid? Also, there's nothing more terrifying than we shared a glance. That, mm. that, that could mean so many things and none of them might be, like, none of them mean, none of them mean we talked and you showed genuine interest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there can be like I think we've we've all had those moments where you you sort of made eye contact with a stranger in passing. And you go, that felt more meaningful than it should have. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, but to write to a paper about it, you either act or you don't, guys. This is something that I've I there. Listen, I am a agnostic until I fucking die. But I, something I always remember with dating apps, mm. uh, the times in my life I have danced in that garden of eros is all of the cool people that i met on those things i knew right away like i knew from seeing the mm. first photo of like i can have a connection with, like right away oh wow 
it's just one of those things where I think it's like it's composition of photographs, things that like it's just the, the, there's subtle nonverbal visual cues that not necessarily like you'd be aware of. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you see what mm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I mean, I know it in theory. I haven't um, obviously I never I never got a chance to to do online dating, so I don't I can't picture it personally. But yeah, I can. I can oh yeah, you that. you missed you missed your shot. Completely missed it. Absolutely uh, uh, wasn't an option for me. Which I mean, it feels like it feels like something that I would have enjoyed trying and then hated. Uh, but so I don't feel like I really missed out. I think it would have been. I never have. I've never done it for a super long amount of time, but I've always enjoyed it while doing it. It's also the thing of if you like dates, you'll hmm. like. I that's the thing is I really enjoy. Uh, I also have to pee, and then I would like to read this article that Boomstick put. I've got it chat. open. I've got it open. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'm gonna go have a a twios. All right. Uh, and then I want to talk about this, Chris. Do you like dating? Like when okay. you were? Do you like? Did you like that when you were? I feel we'll, like you did. We'll, you... Ta we'll talk about it when you get back. Okay, we'll get back. All right, we're getting back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about because I have some thoughts. On how to make dating uh, uh, apps more fun that I just mm. don't think people have pointed out. Oh, we're going to get back to it. I, th I, I have a lot of opinions on this. Chris, I'll see you in a second. I got to go piss in my own okay, mouth. Buddy. Okay, buddy. All right. Let's look at some of these more. Some of these love. Some of these lovers to the dapper, bespectacled gentleman wearing a cravat opposite me. I was stunned by your choice of clothing and would love to meet for a coffee sometime. Bearded bloke reading Metro on my train to Paddington last Thursday. I don't think that I would ever date someone that read the Metro. It feels like such a, it's a news ruse. They're there to trick you into thinking this is news. I checked out a couple of them while I was out there because I lived on trains and there's such a terrible publication that I would never find this. What is this? Uh, I've only tried Tinder. Uh, Kimmer says dating apps are hell, but I'm still feeling gearing myself up to go back on them. I've heard they're fucking terrible, man. I don't know anyone that's like, oh, dating apps, incredible, except for people that found the person that they're now dating and then stuck with it. Yeah, you don't give news away for free. And wasn't, isn't it, didn't they give George Osborne the editor position straight out of the government? That's not a good, that's not a good sign. Even like, regardless of what party he is, that's not a good sign that he went straight from politics, the reigning party, one of the most important people in the government to editing a daily free newspaper that doesn't scream journalistic ethics to me uh the words metro and cravat sounds somehow conflicting buddy well-dressed people are dumb all the time so many of them they want you to think that they're urbane and classy they've just got cravats bud i mean just got cravats bud what a thing to come on by the way. <laughs> what a wonderfully satisfying pp 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 I like this layout, by the way. I like this mm. more than the sides. I think it's real good. I don't know how we like do one versus the other. I don't know why, because sometimes it goes. Oh, it's a uh, it's different ones. So you can do this, and if you look just under the screen there, you'll have uh, your, the seven rectangles of options. Yeah. Wait. And where? Then, uh, yeah. Just, okay. Okay. And then, and then there's this one. It's right there. It's oh, right I like that one so much better. Yeah, it's so much better, right? I think yeah. that's a new one. I think that's something they added recently. I like that. Get out of here. Um, uh, let's see. I'm just talking apps. about what a, what a shit rag the Metro is. Uh, and then we'll get into the dating thing. Uh, when it started, it was good because no one cared about it. Then it got popular. And its owner, The Daily Fail, 
started influencing its content. Yeah, I was just talking about how George Osborne went straight onto their editing staff from the government. Oh, yeah. but that oh, Was been... it the Evening Standard? Oh, it might have been the Evening Standard. I could be wrong. But it's also that thing of the British... like. The... <sighs> I hate the phrase the lamestream media because it's always being said by people that get more viewers because mainstream is not a box. Mainstream mm. is dictated by the amount of people that are watching you. Yeah. For example, um, like, oh, this is nothing to do with dating, but it's just periphery. And I want, I assume you didn't read the article when they went through the finances of Alex Jones, Chris. I've been meaning to do this segment for this little bit no, of content for how much money do you think he made? In the period of 2015 to 2017, how much money do you think he made? 2015 to 2017? Yeah. Does that include uh, supplement sales and such? This all includes supplement sales. That's where all of his money came from. I, I mean, I feel like it's like $100 million. It's $150 million. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He's a huge fucking following and, and he sells chalk pills. Here's the even crazier part about it. And we'll move on to happier things is... $156 million lost the Sandy Hook case because he refused to just hand over papers. Yeah. And that, I don't know if you watched that video of that that, that I sent you. Would uh, no, have, won, I, would have listen, won the cases. Would have won I've, the cases. But I've listened to a lot of stuff about it. And they were, uh, everyone basically agrees that it's like the money is worth less to him than what he would lose if people found out how his life actually was. Yeah. that's what, and it, But yeah. what everyone's going is, but it was a bad calculation because he could have spun it. Because now the thing is, is that it's now that means that, like, with that information out, well, the reason why that came out is it's discovery for the case, as mm. I understand it, meaning a judge could go, all of this, you owe to them. Mm. So, like, and shut InfoWars down. down. Um, I just got an alert from the New York Times. Um, the Supreme Court refused a request from Donald Trump to block the release of White House records concerning January 6th. Oh, shit. So that could be good. I've been hurt too many times to have any hope, but it feels like a step in the right direction. I mean, what that what's more what no, what's more important is uh, state of New York AG uh, is yeah. openly investigating his kids. Yeah, the whole family um, business. So what it is 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 the theory is is they think that all the kids are cutouts. Do you know what that is? No. So a cutout in spy terms is um you're watching so if chris and i'm a spy um chris Go. is my congratulations is my, thank you canadian though so not that exciting chris is my cutout mm. so you're watching me let's say you're watching me you're watching for money transfer sort of thing mm. what you actually should be doing is watching chris mm. because i'm i'm using chris i've cut chris out and now I'm I'm Chris for a, from a financial perspective. Okay. And but it looks like it's all the stuff Chris is doing, but I'm actually controlling Chris. Okay. And it's prob what they think is is Donald Trump funneled a shitload of money in all of his kids' names and accounts through the business. Yep, that sounds right. And so if they're investigating them, all they need to do is just go um, in the Ivanka said to <clears throat> Ivanka me. said to the IRS this building was worth two dollars. You said that building was worth $5. This is a discrepancy. It, this We have proof that, by the way, she said nothing. Both of these were actually you. You were just mm. speaking in her name. That means you knew you were lying. Guess what that means? Go Damn. fuck yourself. Yeah, and that's all they have to do. All they have to do, by the way, is just tie him up. 
until 2024 and then that's fucking game like it's one of those things where i'm like i'm very depressed at the political situation in america because we're constantly equating equals and the idea that a racist homophobic fuck mm. supposedly has the same right to an opinion as someone like chris chris beths does just a racist <laughs> um i can't stand I mean? white people that's right see you didn't know i didn't mention which race um um but it's just it's a fascinating time i still mm. the i still i'm just like hell yeah hell fucking yeah all right um, so dating dating here's the, here's the thing the problem that here's the thing that i've realized i've always approached dating apps with is it's it's a really fun place just to meet people to text with so I've okay. never thought about it like that. Like that's the, so that's the, I don't text with anybody. I, I love, hate it. I love texting. I can't I stand it. it. And really? So that's, yeah. That's why I think that's why like you and Ashley will go on these runs and then I'll just jump in with like, yes. Oh no. yeah. Look oh at this. My God. I can't stand by, it. I, by the I way, texting people. Uh, someone should really, uh, someone yesterday could have really, let me put it this way. There's a private, private chat. There's just like an admin sort of WhatsApp group thing that, Chris, Ashley, and I are, are in for admin. And that chat got so spicy yesterday. Like, mm. Let me tell you, if anyone was ever ready to pony up six figures for that, whole, like last night was the time, my friend. It was a surprising time. I kept checking in during my show being like, oh, so did I, I was supposed to do the same thing. <laughs> I had to fake going to the bathroom at one point because I was just like, I need some updates. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun times. Very um, fun. Oh, Kimmers is coming in with uh, something here. Dating apps would be more fun if, uh, more fun, John, if men didn't be trying to get a conversation started, like pulling teeth, actually read my profile before swiping right, and didn't complain that I can't drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please read the NFT boyfriend. Uh, yeah, you have this. Oh, yeah. We can bring this up. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, the thing that I would say is, is that, yeah, you're dealing with shitheads. You're dealing with absolute fucking gooback shitheads um Goobat but you all really feels like a slur do you know where that's from it's from south park south park invented a word that you can use it that sounds like a slur but doesn't mean anything Are those the time travelers i don't remember if the goobags were... they're dirk -der, they took our gerbs <laughs> i think those were the goobacks they were time travelers that took everyone's jobs um Yes, it is. That's exactly who they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. Very those fun. episodes were iconic. Um, First of all, the other problem is is also you're dating. You're going. You're dating. You, the problem is is that if you're a woman trying to date men, much more difficult. I would say that if you want to have throw some instructions and some vibes of what you're looking for, like literally make it quick. Like this, this, this. You know what I'm saying? Classic like, John giving women advice. I'm just saying, like Absolutely I had mine. Outrageous. I had mine for I, the one thing is I had to take it off because a bunch of people were like, "It's weird," but I literally Correct. like I didn't do this, but I really wanted to write uh, 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 "divorce" as the only thing in all mm. of my profiles. <laughs> because there's the other thing is I was when I was using those dating apps like alarmingly open, like mm. like like hello, here's what you need to know right away, and that's what I say is don't put that on the profile. Here's what you need to know right away, just mm -hmm. as a message. Like, so boom, boom, boom. And then just go from there. Also, um, like if they are being a real dick and pulling teeth, 
just start fucking with them. Get some revenge on <laughs> on men in general. Like like yeah, Kimmers, feel free to tune into here and ask us what you should type next. If you feel like fucking with someone, we will happily submit yeah. messages for you to put in. Yeah, like please. And by the way, uh, uh, <laughs> I wrote "loves dogs, hate Tories." And got fewer messages than when I left it blank. What? How? Why? <laughs> That's wild, sir. Because who the fuck likes Tories? I mean, it's still, I don't know what this means, but whenever I see a racist woman, I'm always way more disappointed than when it's a racist man. Stop it! Than when it's a racist man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's because uh, we were sort of raised to believe that um, women, while weaker and dumber than us, are fundamentally better, which is just as sexist as the other I know. half of it's it. The, it's the wildest thing. Yeah. Uh, Kimmer's coming in. My profile is amazing. Lots of great info without being boring, <laughs> but no one fucking read it. Folk, don't read that. I wasn't looking. I uh, forgot so many times. Uh, if you ask questions that were on my phone. I know as well. <laughs> um, um, all right, let's bring up this NFT thing. Uh, dear man, don't buy your girlfriends an A. Who the fuck? What girl? No. The ultimate bowling ball. The NFT is the ultimate bowling ball. There is nothing better than that. The Am I the Asshole Reddit continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. If you don't read Am I the Asshole, there's some real... I don't read it because I know Sadaf reads it and she just sends me the best ones. But um, I got to tell you, Reddit is like... Reddit is so close to not being fun all the time. <laughs> look at the first line of this. Look at look at the first line of this. In Hang season on. one, episode nine of The Simpsons, Life on the Fast Lane, Homer buys Marge a bowling ball for her birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, am I the? Uh, are you looking for R? Uh, am I the asshole? Yes. Uh, Join. Yeah, Reddit's, Reddit's sort of whatever you want it to be as long as you don't go deep into the comments. I go at most, the second most popular main comment. Oh, I hard disagree. I, I, I don't need I that in my life. I am constantly looking at the comments because some of the comments, the comment sections for some things get so, the pro, like for example, pro wrestling, mm. like that's one of the few places where you're like, man, I wish they stuck to anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Like, I didn't, I did not know that they were to blame. I did not know. I don't know how you think the Chechnyans did this. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? King Geo, I agree completely. If you think Reddit sucks, you're in the wrong subs. Reddit is whatever you want it to be. There's a lot of beautiful, fun stuff in there. And there's a whole lot of nightmares because Reddit is the internet. It's all in there. I remember when in the early days of the internet, if you just wanted to get a viral video, all you had to do was just post it before Reddit had different rooms and it was just the front page. <laughs> yeah. Like scroll, by, scroll, scroll. Um, yeah, anti-work is is top notch right now. What um, is anti-work? <laughs> uh, it's a lot of people just uh, uh, posting things that their fucking boss said and pro-strike, pro-union material. It's pretty great. I mean, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, boomstick nailing it here. Half of Am I the Asshole is this. Woman, my mother-in-law said she'll kill me if I don't have a baby following my hysterectomy. My husband says it's women's issues and, to, and is staying out of it. Am I the asshole? Oh my god, that sounds terrifying. It's so uh, many women that are just like, I'm basically married to a complete sociopath, but I once burped. Am I the monster? It's like, no. Run. You're in danger. Uh, it is the internet, but mostly through the uh, eyes of straight male Americans. So the internet. So the like the like I don't yeah, want to be. We rude make most here. of it. We make most yeah. of it. Like, 
I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that's the reality. Let's keep going mm -hmm. through this. This is fantastic. All right. So uh, in season one of episode nine, in season one, episode nine of The Simpsons, Life on the Fast Lane, Homer buys Marge a bowling ball for her birthday. This is not a gift that Marge wanted, but it's something that Homer clearly desires. The episode, which is 32 years old. Oh, my God. Struck a chord with women everywhere uh, who have been given a gift by their husband boyfriend that was clearly a gift the giver wanted. And much like the wife in the infamous Peloton ad, women across the land have spent many a birthday or holiday grimacing while pretending to like said gift. Uh, the latest iteration of this age-old tale comes to us from a glorious bounty that is the Am I the Asshole Reddit page. Uh, in the story, a woman asks, Am I the Asshole, regarding her response to her fiancé's Christmas gift. Um, let's what is the tweet oh my god okay it's very long click on it all right <clears throat> i've been going back and forth on this for days on whether or not i should post this but i'll just um do it to get it out of my system i've never been on reddit before so fair warning if i mess something up i'm using a throwaway account because i'm embarrassed having to ask this question to begin with so i'm going to leave some things vague on purpose the only thing i'll admit is that i'm black um 26, female. My fiancé is Caucasian, 27, male, and he works in the tech industry. I'll call him Dave. So Dave and I decided to spend our Christmas um, uh, with his parents, his three brothers and their spouses. Dave got a huge bonus this year, and he told me he was going all out for me this year, which makes up for the past Christmases where he really couldn't afford anything. He asked me what I wanted, and I said I wanted a popular fuzzy bag that was making the rounds on social media. We, Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> we all opened gifts on Christmas Eve. One of the uh sil's sister-in-laws thank you uh got a fur coat uh the other uh, oh no an air fryer she really wanted when it came to my turn dave handed me his phone i looked at it and thought i was going to see a track package page for the bag instead all i saw was an art picture of a monkey that was her supposed to look like me i asked oh my him God. what this was <laughs> And he said it was my gift, and then he started explaining to me how he had gotten into investing. You gotta, I got, we gotta move our screens. Cutting off part of the. Oh my here. god! Uh, we're moving up. We'll move. Uh, oh, that's a, go uh, back, that's go back, Brick. Zoom in, zoom in. Uh, why can't I can I can read this part? I, I asked him what this was, and he said this was my gift. He then started explaining to me how he had gotten into investing earlier this year and had saved up to buy it for me. He then showed his family, who were just as flabbergasted as I was. I asked how much uh, money did he invest in this. He said 8K. Everyone started laughing, which made Dave mad and made me even more embarrassed. One of his brothers even brought up the point about how it was in poor taste to give a monkey picture to your black fiance. Correct. Uh, Dave asked me if I was ever going to defend him. And at this point, I was so humiliated that I just got up and locked myself in the bathroom for a good cry. <laughs> An hour later, I called myself an Uber and booked myself a hotel until I could make it back home. Dave called me and said I was the asshole uh, for bringing down the mood in his family's house and for being materialistic. I told him that all I wanted was a $200 bag, and he spent $8,000 on a monkey picture. He told me that he was investing in our future together and that I just couldn't see his vision. I'll admit that there were better ways I could have gone, uh, I could have gone about reacting to the gift but I do feel guilty about totally running off like that without any warning. But I was completely uncomfortable with the situation and I didn't feel like staying around to be laughed at. So am I the asshole here? Here's my main thing. <laughs> and I, I sum this up based on go back. The oh. person uh, on Twitter, Kez Dispenser, who posted mm -hmm. this article. Okay. In the sidebar. So go down, go down, go down, scroll down. Keep going. 
These are all up, just replies. Up, 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 up. Just great estimation right there. Uh, judging by the responses to this, we all fucking hate Dave. <laughs> Dave sucks. Mm-hmm. 100% I feel that way. By the way, what that main problem that illustrates is Dave is not good at communication and Dave is very selfish. Dave heard this. Uh, here's what I would like. A fuzzy bag. You don't like that. You don't want mm. that. You want the things I like. Think but, of how many fuzzy bags she could buy with this NFT. And it's like, but no, you fucking dolts. You fucking... <laughs> And by the way, anyone who's invested in crypto, be prepared for me not to feel bad about uh, for you when you lose all your money. Mm -hmm. Like, understand when that inevitable crash happens, guess guess who's going to be like, oh, well, that teaches you. Dave's not all there, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mildred. Fuck yeah. By the way, I finally is that Christopher Maloney in your avatar? Is that uh is that uh everyone would say Law and Order SVU, but I like to say the chef from Wet Hot American Summer. It is, yeah. Love that guy. Um yeah, what a wild situation we find ourselves in. Well, Chris, Absolutely I feel nuts. that was the first lull we've had in almost two hours. So I said we we call it there. Raid message is um Dave's not all there, man. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, who should we raid? Let's see who's on. Uh, we got Fox. We got Sean Morley. We got My Gun is Huge. We have... Who's Sean Morley? Sean Morley is a wonderful uh, northern comic. Yeah, let's, let's raid Sean Morley. All uh, right. Quick things, by the way, before we go. Um, uh, Pig Maloney is prettiest guy in Oz. Yes, Meatballs. No one can disagree. I forgot he, he was an Oz. He was, yeah, he, he is was so tasty. You know, I mean, he was a Nazi, uh, but he was pretty cool. Uh, I think you'll find he was allied with the Nazis, but he was actually just a psychopath serial killer who was conflicted about his sexuality. If you uh, speak wrong again about Oz, I'll fuck you up. You know who else was a Nazi? J.K. Simmons. He was. He J.K. Simmons was very much a Nazi. Like there, yeah. You know who else he, was a Nazi? The black guy who couldn't use his legs. No, uh, Augustus was not a Nazi, and I know yeah. what you're doing, and it's not it funny. just real quiet. It's not funny. It. It's not funny. Augustus was not a Nazi. I I was way more into. I once watched so much of the show Oz, and one day a girl came over to have sex, and I said, "I don't think we can do this." And she went, "Why?" And I was like, "I have seen, like, I literally said, I have seen so much rape today because that show is like there are runs in season <laughs> yeah. three and four where every episode is just." <laughs> Oh, you thought that was gonna turn out? Turns out his dad just died, and you're like, "What? Why?" And you're like, "I don't. I, I, I'm bad." Like this. It's this show was not fucking wild show. show. Not like it was when the guy because the guy talks about. It, he's like, "My goal was to make um, a soap opera for men who hate soap operas." Like to use the mm. these like the idea of like the stakes and like the drastic overreaction to every situation of a soap opera, mm-hmm. but applied to a prison. And it's like, wow. well. Mission accomplished. Also, fuck. Like, yeah. I bear, I'm, I'm, for me, it's always the crucifixion scene. It's the crucifixion scene, and early on when he bites the end of that guy's dick off. Those dick are off. the two things that the, the I think off, the, the most... dick biting off scene is what what is happening here. Is we got distracted talking about Oz. A couple of quick <laughs> things, guys. If you have any suggested show titles, drop those in the Discord. If you have show summaries, drop those in the Discord. We do totally appreciate it. If you are a Patreon subscriber. 
We will have a Patreon episode coming up for you very soon. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. He only played a Nazi. J.K. Simmons is not a Nazi, to my knowledge. Played a Nazi in Oz. To perfection, I might add. He was terrifying. Yeah, absolutely a delight. All right. We're going to raid Sean Morley. Thanks so much for coming in, you guys. Feel free to um, uh, sub or um, uh, join the Patreon. We're going to be doing a gaming stream next week. I fucking knew there was something we forgot to announce. Gaming stream will be next Wednesday uh, at uh, 8 p.m. UK time for all patrons. Mm-hmm. Look forward to, you. Uh, look forward um, to it. Well, let's just, oh, well, we'll talk about that. But yeah, we'll do, um, we're doing a gaming stream next week. Uh, and we love you. Uh, who's Choom Room? We'll take a look at Choom Room and we will raid them next time. Right now, we're going to raid Sean Morley. Uh, we love you. Enjoy this old lady. A, have you got it? I got it. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm 